0: Welcome to the Candida Chronicles with our host Michael Biamonte, certified clinical nutritionist. In this podcast, Michael will answer your questions and reveal the shocking truth that the cause of most chronic ailments is not what you've been told. The source is Candida, a yeast overgrowth which, when it becomes systemic, can cause all sorts of seemingly unrelated ailments such as chronic fatigue syndrome and even weight gain. For more information on how Michael can help you, please visit healthtruth.com. that's health-truth.com, or phone his office at 212-587-2330. And now, without further ado, Michael Biamonte.
1: And hello everyone, this is Michael Biamonte, clinical nutritionist with another episode of the Candida Chronicles. And I would like to remind everyone that the book, The Candida Chronicles, is now available on Amazon.com. It's on Amazon Prime. It is the first book of a series of five that I am writing on the subject of Candida. And the Candida Chronicles book will be the essential basic book that has the basic information that the other books of the series will refer back to. Uh, The Candida Chronicles first edition is going to have all the fundamental information on Candida and it will be a good reference book for you to have uh, an essential uh, for studying the future editions of the Candida Chronicles which will essentially focus on different Candida-related issues. There is going to be a change in the series. The very next book on Candida, which will be the Candida Chronicles, Volume 2, is going to be called the Materia Medica of Candida. Now, the term Materia Medica essentially uh, is an old one, and it refers to having a compilation a of information on the medicines used to treat a condition or how a, a group of medicines are used to treat various conditions. So the complementary second edition of the Candida Chronicles will be the Materia Medica book. And this is going to essentially have a listing of all of the possible treatments that can be used, both single and combination treatments for Candida, an explanation of what they are and how they work and how to use them. And it will serve as the companion guide to the basic fundamental first book, the Candida Chronicles first edition. In the future, the versions of the Candida Chronicles will start focusing on As I said earlier, specific candida related issues like autism, digestive problems, uh, arthritic and connective tissue problems, and things of this nature. All right, so today we have a very interesting topic. The topic of today is not going to be the presidential election, because I think we've all had about enough of that. The topic of today is going to be a very interesting condition that we have revealed through lab testing which I am calling Transient Leaky Gut Syndrome. Transient Leaky Gut Syndrome is a form of leaky gut, which actually has been identified by patients and physicians from time to time. No one has properly defined it, however, as transient, and that's an important fact. The word transient means not consistent, on and off, uh, here and there, etc. So when we say transient leaky gut, we're implying a condition of leaky gut, which is not a chronic one. It basically occurs on and off at different times. This condition has eluded many doctors, including myself, because when we do the traditional testing for leaky gut, we find that a person who has transient leaky gut does not test positive to leaky gut using the traditional method. Uh, they can show in a gray area, so if one sought to treat people in the, in the gray area of um, the test as having transient leaky gut, one could be correct in doing that, providing the patient demonstrated the symptoms. The symptoms of transient leaky gut are virtually the same as of chronic classic leaky gut. On the lactulose mannitol recovery test, a person who has transient leaky gut will have his various three parameters showing up in the yellow. And the, in the yellow range, the closer to the red range they are, the more you could be assured that this person may have transient leaky gut. The direct test that we used to correlate transient leaky gut to the transient leaky gut symptoms has been the Genova Labs GI effects stool test. Uh, We've used the complete panel in order to identify the test parameters for this condition. And it's a, a very simple pattern. The GIFX microbiology only, or any scaled down version of the GIFX test, will not have the parameters that you need. So in order to identify transient leaky gut in the patient, you must do the complete GIFX test, which is the full panel that has the full digestive panel. Now the good news here is that when you perform the GIFX stool test on the patient, these parameters are stable, and they don't vary the way the symptoms of the condition do. So if the person has transient leaky gut when you do the test, you will find these parameters indicating this, regardless of the patient's symptomatology at the time they do the test. Now to cut right to the chase, the parameters for transient leaky gut are, number one, the person will be showing a deficiency of short-chain fatty acids. Specifically, they will also show a deficiency of butyrin, which is the key short-chain fatty acid. Short-chain fatty acids, like butyrin, repair the intestinal tract and act as a fuel for the intestinal cells. The second parameter to look for is the fecal IgA. Now, fecal IgA is the antibody that is measured in the intestinal tract that shows the immune response, and the fecal IgA will be elevated in the person with transient leaky gut. So if you suspect your patient has transient leaky gut, or you suspect that you do, purchase the GI effects stool test from Genova Labs. Make sure it is the full panel, which includes the short-chain fatty acids and the butyrene, and also the fecal IgA. And the pattern that you want to look for in the test is that your butyrene levels and your short-chain fatty acids are low while having elevated fecal IgA. This is the pattern that we use now where we can identify transient leaky gut. So now what is transient leaky gut? Okay, we've talked about the definition of the word transient. But let's look at it further in terms of the details of the actual mechanics of this condition. I want you for a moment to imagine the intestinal tract as being a barrel. Now, when we look at a barrel, we know that the barrel has the various pieces of wood which are cut and angled correctly so that they seat firmly against each other, forming a watertight barrier. And we also know that there is the band of metal going around the barrel in order to hold those pieces of wood firmly flush against each other. This is the essential anatomy of the barrel. If we liken the intestinal tract to the barrel, what we will see in chronic leaky gut is that these different individual segments of the wood of the barrel become very, very warped, swollen, and in a sense you could say even inflamed. But the key is that they become warped and swollen. So they no longer seat against each other flush and therefore things leak. Things are leaking out of the barrel. Now you can al- you could align the concept of things leaking out of the barrel to things leaking from your intestinal tract into your bloodstream where they should not be and normally would be prevented to. This is the state of leaky gut. In the condition of transient leaky gut, what occurs is this. We have fermentation and inflammation taking place inside the barrel. This puts pressure on the barrel, and the barrel starts to expand. The individual pieces of wood that are supposed to be flushed together to hold that seal are now being separated slightly, and this allows a leak now, this is not a condition where we have permanent damage, where the barrel uh, pieces are being warped or, or, or uh, very, let's say, for lack of a better term, swollen and disfigured. These pieces of the barrel are relatively still healthy and intact, but the inflammation that's being mediated by the intestinal tract the toxicity there, the allergic reactions going on there, etc., causes these pieces of the barrel to temporarily spread apart because of the pressure being put on those pieces. Now, once the incident or situation that's causing this inflammation or pressure is relieved, or once it is, let's say, uh, detoxified, These pieces of the barrel then return back to normal, and the leak is now stopped. The cessation of the leak occurs because the barrel has returned back to its normal form without having the pressure put on it. If the pressure was to continue chronically, and this was to go on for many years, the pieces of the barrel would eventually become swollen, warped, and distorted, and you'll find that you will arrive in the condition of chronic leaky gut, as we discussed earlier. So one could say, and you could theorize, that transient leaky gut can occur in people who are on their way to develop a more chronic and severe leaky gut, which would be the classic form. It would be fair to say that everybody who has the classic form of leaky gut at some time earlier, went through a period of time where they had the transient form. So it's, it would be fair to think of the transient, form, the transient form of leaky gut, as I'm describing here, as being a preliminary to developing the chronic form. Um, I don't think you'll ever find anybody who jumps immediately into the chronic form, because this takes some time for it to occur. So in cases of dysbiosis and candida and whatnot, when the person first starts to develop leaky gut symptoms, at that time, if you test them, you'll most likely find that they're in the stage of transient leaky gut. And as this goes on for several years, eventually they will then develop the chronic leaky gut, which was more as I described earlier, where the pieces of the wood on the barrel are now permanently warped and disfigured and no longer can keep a a, a correct seat because they're not flush enough against each other. So with the transient leaky gut, we have a condition which is occurring uh, temporarily and from time to time. It definitely is uh, cell-mediated, meaning that there is an immune response taking place. We're having cytokine activity. We're having of uh, histamine activity going on in the body, in the intestinal tract. This is causing the rupture, essentially, of the, the cells, which should be tight and interwound with each other. And this is what causes the leak. When the episode is over, whether that episode is an allergic reaction, that's a flare-up of candida, an invasion of parasites, it could be numerous things. It could be food allergies. There could be numerous things that will trigger the transient leaky gut episode. Whatever the trigger is, the, the fact remains the same is that during the trigger and during the incident, the person experiences a high amount of inflammation, oxidative stress, uh, and damage to the lining of the intestinal tract, which causes the separation of the individual links that keep the intestinal tract sealed. Now, for some time transient leaky gut has been treated knowingly or unknowingly by physicians using various standard leaky gut protocols. Luckily for us, the Metagenics company has released a product which treats this transient form of leaky gut rather perfectly. The product is called Ultra GI Replenish. This is a product that we just began using in my practice, uh, and it was just recently released from Metagenics. I received a briefing on the product from the Metagenics company a few weeks ago. We're already seeing some pretty remarkable responses to the product. The Ultra GI Replenish contains various probiotics and prebiotics, Uh, the prebiotics that it contains are actually even more important than the probiotics because these prebiotics exclusively feed friendly organisms without the chance of feeding any possible harmful organism, which makes it a superior type of probiotic compared to some of the ones we've had in the past. This product also contains different proteins which are able to heal the transient leaky gut, and normalize the intestinal environment so that the episodes of acute inflammation that cause the transient leaky gut do not occur. A remarkable thing about this product is that it's been found to help people who have chronic constipation due to opiate drug use, which has become a form of constipation classified almost to itself. Opiate drugs are known to cause constipation by interfering with the nerve endings in the colon, and as this has been found to be one of the more severe types of constipation, and this product has the ability to overcome that condition. A key selling point for me personally in using this product in my practice has been the fact that it's able to encourage the growth of bifidus bacteria much quicker than any type of protocol we've had in the past, and that is very important because uh, getting bifidus bacteria to return to normal in the colon of the candida patient is really what uh, a candida program is all about. Regardless of how the doctor treats your candida or whatever program he puts you on, the end result and the end goal of what he's trying to do is to get that bifidus bacteria to grow back in your colon and for it to replace the candida growth that's there. Uh, This product has been found to be so strong because of some of the probiotic strains that that it uses that it's been found to even crowd out some of the candida, which is living in your intestinal tract. Uh, That's the first time I've encountered that in a product. For years, I've talked about the failure of probiotics when used too early because of their inability to crowd out candida or eliminate it. And I've always insisted that Candida needs to be eliminated first in a treatment plan so that the probiotics are then able to grow. My opinion hasn't changed theoretically at all on that. Uh, I would say that the existence now of this product has modified my application of things uh, because with the use of this product, because of its power, we're actually able to gain some ground in getting your friendly bacteria growing again even though there may still be some candida present. And that represents quite a large breakthrough for us in this field of treating candida and dysbiosis. So again, the name of the product is Ultra GI Replenish. The recommended dose on the product would be anywhere between a half a scoop to two full scoops per day, depending on the patient and to my knowledge there have been really no side effects at all in using the product except for just like any other probiotic program a temporary episode of some gas and bloating which may last a week or two and then it would be over when the gas and bloating is is, uh, occurring it's a sign that the probiotics are working and they are re-inoculating your colon when the gas and bloating stop it's an indication that your uh, flora has most likely come back to normal at best as best as it can at that time. Of course the best way to monitor this is with the stool test or the Biomonti center home urine test to be sure as to what your flora is doing but at least symptomatically that's an indication that you can go by. People going on this product uh, have I I would say um, had the improvement in the bowel movement as being the number one noticeable change. Improvement in food sensitivities and food reactions has been the second change that we've noticed, and a reduction in abdominal bloating and swelling and things of that nature has probably been the third major change that we've noticed consistently in the last three weeks of people taking the product. So there you have it folks. The condition is called transient leaky gut. As I said earlier, it's best determined by doing the GIFX stool test, the complete panel. And I hope this is useful information for you folks out there. This is treating, of course, Candida is no no easy task. So again, I'd like to remind you, the book, The Candida Chronicles, is now available on Amazon.com. Also, please visit our new website. We have a brand new updated website, which is chock full of more information and much more easily navigated than the previous one. So please go to the website and enjoy yourself and read and learn so that you can overcome this condition. This has been Michael Biamonte, Clinical Nutritionist, with another episode of the Candida Chronicles. We will be joining you again next Wednesday at 1 p.m. for yet another edition of the Candida Chronicles, and we'll see at that point what else we can learn and unravel on this condition.
0: That's a wrap for this episode of the Candida Chronicles featuring Michael Biamonte, Certified Clinical Nutritionist. Michael holds a doctorate of neutropathy and is a New York State Certified Clinical Nutritionist. He is a professional member of the International and American Association of Clinical Nutritionists and of the American College of Nutrition, and he's a member of the Scientific Advisory Board for the Clinical Nutrition Certification Board. For more information on how Michael can help you, please visit HealthTruth.com. That's Health-Truth.com or phone his office at 212-587-2330